Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about feel. So feel is something that I hear loads of people in the equestrian world talking about and it's almost like this really magical thing a rider can have where they instinctively react to the horse in the right way if the horse needs to be more in front of the leg the rider will get them in front of the leg without even thinking about it and it's just this like talent that all great riders have that they just respond in the right way at the right time and everything's just perfect so this is I'm slightly worried this is going to be my first controversial one, but I feel like it's something really important to talk about because I argue that riding instinctively is not a good thing. Hear me out on this one. So imagine this. You have a rider. We're going to call them... I don't know. Let's call them Jane. And when Jane trains her horse, she rides with her instincts. She doesn't necessarily think about what she's doing. She just does it. If she feels her horse gets too slow, she'll kick it. And if she thinks her horse is too fast, she'll slow it down and so on. Now, this is great in some ways. Obviously, you're quicker at reacting to your horse because your brain doesn't have to take that time to use all their senses, transfer that to the brain, wait for the brain to kind of process it and work it out and then engage whatever muscles need to be used to fix the problem. But here's the other side. Those who don't think through, what they're doing will at some point get themselves in a hole. So, for example, when Jane comes across a problem that she's never encountered before, Jane's instincts can't do the job for her. So Jane has to stop and think about what the problem is. But because she doesn't normally do this, her brain isn't used to it and isn't super quick at assessing the problem, working out the cause and then working out how to solve it. So this all takes time. But this is obviously assuming that Jane actually is able to recognise the problems there in the first place. 
bearing in mind she's not thinking and she's just riding with her instincts, what will most probably happen is that she'll just keep going with whatever she's doing and just assume that she is asking for everything right, but the horse isn't reacting in the right way. Now, I don't know if you've ever done this before. I have all the time and it's something I get myself into a hole in even now. So if you've said anything along the lines of, I'm asking him, but he's just not giving it to me, or he's just refusing, or he's in a bad mood. You get the idea. You are a Jane, okay? I'm a Jane. I think a lot of people are a Jane. But let's look at the other side. Let's look at a rider with their, has their brain engaged. Let's call her, I don't know, let's call her Sharon. I really don't know where these names are coming from, but anyway. Every time Sharon rides... She is constantly thinking, how is this feeling? What doesn't feel right? What could I improve about this? Now, riders who train like this will have a much greater understanding of what their horses are actually like, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. They are so quick at finding the problem in the first place that they rarely get themselves into the problem that Jane got into, where she ends up totally frustrated with her horse or completely unsure what to do. Mostly because Sharon will have already picked up on the cause of the problem way before. Let me put it in an example because I feel like I might have overcomplicated this. So let's say a horse has a tendency to get behind the leg because a lot of horses do. Jane would feel her horse slow down. Her instincts would kick in to say I need to kick. Now we all know that the more we kick, the more horses rely on us to carry them round. Jane doesn't realise this because she's not thinking it through. That her problem isn't her horse getting slower, but that her kick isn't meaning go forward anymore. It's meaning carry on the same way you're going. So what ends up happening is the horse gets slower and slower and more and more behind the leg. At which point Jane then gets so frustrated because in her mind she's kicking, which is getting her horse forward. But she's not actually thinking about what the problem is. So instead, she gets frustrated because in her mind, her horse is too lazy and isn't listening to her. On the other side, then, Sharon realises her horse slows down and thinks he slows down. Why is this happening? She'll think about what her trainer told her and she'll kick him to go forward. Exactly the same as Jane did. But here's the key part. Sharon will then think, did that work? If it did work and a horse has moved forwards, she'll take her leg off and carry on and it's all great. If he didn't, Sharon will then think, what do I need to do now because I didn't get the reaction that I wanted? Now, logic obviously says that we give a bigger kick to get a bigger reaction. So Sharon gives a big kick, her horse lurches forwards and hey presto, back to a forward going horse again. If Sharon ever comes across a problem that she can't fix and she can't quite think through the way to fix it, she will stop and give herself a chance to think it through. Now, even if she can't come up with a solution, she'll just accept this and decide to focus on something else and then chat to her trainer later about what she could do to fix it, put it then into the next session. But this constant assessing of our horses is what gives Sharon this edge that Jane doesn't have. Sharon can pick up on problems before they become catastrophes, before they impact her training and her horse's way of going. Not only that, but Jane is riding with her rational brain switched off. 
She's riding firstly with her instincts, then when that doesn't work, she then rides with her emotions, hoping that doing the same thing but with a little bit of extra frustration will result in a better outcome. But because Sharon is constantly thinking, is this working? She's constantly using the rational part of her brain. That that is the problem-solving part. This is basically all training horses about at the end of the day, finding the problems and the weaknesses on our horses, then finding solutions to solve it. So I hope that made sense, but then we come across some problems. Firstly, how do we assess how our horses are going? Secondly, how do we then get quicker at assessing them? Because we obviously don't want to spend our whole time stopping and walking to think it through. And thirdly, how do we solve the problem once we know what it is? So the time part, obviously, will come with practice. The more our brain gets used to assessing, finding the problem and solving the problem, the quicker it will get at this process. It's a bit like those brain games you can get on your phone where you have like those apps and you do those brain training exercises. Exactly the same. The next part, though, is a bit more difficult. How do we assess our horses and what questions do we ask? Now, annoyingly, I cannot give you a list of questions that will help you to find the solution of every problem you come across. But the good thing is, I can give you questions that will find most of them. It all comes down to those basics that we have talked about time and time again in these podcasts. You're probably sick of hearing about them, but impulsion, contact, suppleness, collection. So as you ride round from now on, I want you to constantly be thinking about these questions. Number one, is my horse in front of the leg? Can I take my leg off and they keep going? When I kick them, do they go? Number two, how is my horse's contact? Does he feel too soft or too heavy? Does he feel even? Number three, how is my horse's suppleness? Does he feel soft in the mouth, neck and back? Can you flex him to the inside and the outside without losing that roundness and the impulsion? For those of you who are elementary-ish level and above, is your horse's weight on the hind leg or are they too much on their forehand? Are you able to collect them and extend them without losing that quality? Now, obviously, unless I teach you, you know your horses better than I do. So you can add on any questions you know really relates to your horses and your training. So, for example, if you know your horse likes to lean on the inside shoulder, you can add, uh, is my horse leaning on his inside shoulder? Question. Now, these sets of questions work great because they're really easy to remember. Impulsion, contact, suppleness, collection. You can set reminders on your phone to remind you to think about them. You can ask someone to watch you. And the beauty is they don't need to know a thing about dressage. They can just randomly shout these different questions at you to help you think about how your horse is feeling. This is great for those people that have partners or friends or parents that necessarily aren't very horsey or might not know what you're actually working on at the moment. Now, if you want to give your brain a helping hand in solving the problem and being quicker at this whole process, I want you to write down a list of what you would do if you come across each of these problems, almost like a flow diagram. So if you had a problem with impulsion and your horse didn't go forwards when you put your leg on, what would you do? If you had a problem with the contact, what would you do? If you had a problem with the suppleness, what would you do? And if you had a problem with the collection, what would you do? 
Now, if you're unsure of any of these, then go back and listen to the previous podcasts and pick out some exercises that you can do to make each one better. Then when you're riding and you think, is he in front of my leg? No, he's not. Straight away, what you're going to have is a tool there to bring out to fix it. So what do we take away from this then? Number one, I want you to, from now on, really think when you ride. Get used to engaging your brain, asking yourself questions the whole time, assessing how your horse is feeling. Talk to yourself or get someone to ask you the questions randomly to keep you thinking, whatever works for you. The important thing is to keep assessing how your horse is feeling. What you'll then do is you'll be able to find the cause of the problem a lot quicker. You'll be able to fix the problem a lot quicker. And then obviously your training from there is going to improve so much quicker. Number two is to spend some time before you ride thinking about how you would overcome these problems. This will make those moments where you have no clue what to do happen less. But it will also make sure that you get so much quicker in fixing the problem once you've found what it is. Number three, if in doubt, we want to ride like Sharon. Constantly questioning, constantly assessing, constantly thinking when we ride. So that's it for today's episode, guys. A little bit different, but I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you have any questions like normal, please, please do message me. And if you enjoyed it and you've been um, listening to it and think that it might help someone, please do share it with them. The best way to share it is to take a photo, take a screenshot and to tag me as I'd love to hear how it's all going. Um, on Instagram, it's jessicagale underscore rider and on Facebook, it's jessicagale dressage. Thank you so much, guys, and I will see you next time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.